Hello, my name is Selena. And my name's Theoni, and you are listening to Piping Hot. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Piping Hot. We are so excited that you are here. And if you listened to our episode last week, you know that this is part two of us chatting about Allie mm-hmm. Hazelwood's newest novel called Check and Mate. Last week, we talked about our overall thoughts, but now me and Theoni are going to get into the meat of the book yes. and what we disliked and what we liked. Um, but I'm yeah. super. I'm super excited to see kind of what things we're going to point out because yeah. we didn't, we were kind of shit talking it a little bit last episode. So I I'm excited we to see what, where we go with it. Yeah. Well, we can okay. dive into the novel. Yeah. Let's just dive in now. Yeah. Okay. So instead of our um, usual kind of split by going chapter by chapter, we went by parts because this book is separated by parts. Mm-hmm. So I will read, um, the summary that I put together for part one called Mm -hmm. Openings, um, and it's a little long, but I'll go fast. Okay. We are introduced to our main character, Mallory, who is a recent high school graduate. We learn that her father is out of the picture for an unknown reason, and and she supports her two sister and her mom, who's dealing with arthritis. When she plays at a charity chess event, she meets the infamous Nolan Sawyer, nicknamed King Killer, and wins the match against him. Afterward, Mallory is offered a fellowship to play chess professionally, which would open the doors to earn the cash she needs to keep her family afloat and reignite her conflicted feelings for chess. Part one ends with Mallory accepting the fellowship. My first comment is that this is Allie Hazelwood's first novel in first person, I think, which I really love. What do you mean? Like, she uses I. She hasn't done. She did that in other books. No, she hasn't. Yes. No. Was the love hypothesis not like that? Oh, wait. Okay. Um, love theoretically was in first person. Love, the life hypothesis was not. Are you sure? Yeah, huh? Wait, what about love on the brain? Okay, love on the brain is first person. Wait. That's what I thought, Selena. I'm no. like, I don't think Allie Hazelwood has ever written in third person. No, she has written in third person in the love hypothesis. Are you sure? Yeah. She frowned at Adam. I thought you grew up in Europe. Olive's eyes widen. Okay. Okay, so so she wrote third person for this, and I think her novellas, but then Love on the Brain and Love Theoretically are first person. Wow. Interesting. Fake fan that I am. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just like love her first person narration. Yeah. No, me too. I will say Allie Hazelwood knows how to write a first meeting between the two main characters. She does. <laughs> she really does. I loved this first meeting between Nolan and Mallory. Mm-hmm. It was so great and so funny. Like, it was just... I love it. Why am I forgetting what it was? It was them at the charity chess event, and she was like, oh, I'm just going to play against, like, Nolan oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she was, like, just... She was, like, nervous. She was playing just, like, kind and of... And then all of a sudden she won, and she was like, bye! Yes! it's so funny (laughs) i will say right i mean i have a lot of gripes with this particular book but Allie hazelwood does know how to increase the stakes of her Mm. novels i think she's really grown from the love hypothesis in the sense where she puts her characters in such a pickle that there's literally Mm. no other way than to take this opportunity that's like presented in front of them and i think Mm. that's what she did so well in mallory's case with the whole like fellowship thing Sure. Oh, I 
was intrigued by her family situation but honestly as the novel kept going on I got like more and more irritated by it and I was like wondering if you mm. had like any thoughts about the progression of that or anything like about the progression of what of her like family situation of like her fam- family dynamics oh. with her sister and her mom and her dad and all of this like I I just felt like it was kind of inconsistent. Like, I felt yeah. like it was, yeah. like, fine, and it seemed like things are okay. But then all of a sudden, Sabrina was, like, being so mean. Such a fucking bitch. So, Sorry. Such yeah. a bitch. And then oh my all of a sudden, it was okay again, really, because, I yeah, I don't know. It felt inconsistent. It was very yeah. clear what she was trying to do. But, like, yeah, I felt like it could have been a little more natural. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And then my last comment for part one is that I love, I say Daphne. Is that how you pronounce her name? That's how I was saying it in my head. Kay. So we'll just roll with it. Um, I love her. I yeah. love her. I would be best friends with her. Yeah. <laughs> no, she seemed like she was a really good character. I yes. Think. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Definitely got her vibe very quickly. Ex- you know? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I just have to say before we move on to part two, I think in general, I didn't really understand why this had to be separated into three parts. I didn't either. I, I just, it could have just been a chapter book because it's not like there was any like time jump or significant difference in Mallory's mindset in each part of why it would make sense to have it be in three separate chunks. Yep. It's interesting because I've never really seen parts in young adult novels. It's very Mm -hmm. common for adult novels, though. Yes. So when I saw it, it was in parts. I was like, this is weird. But, I mean... it was, like, beginning, middle, end, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, like... Which chess references. Yeah. I just... eh, I don't know. It felt forced. I I thought it was cute, but I'm like, you could have taken it out and it wouldn't have changed a fucking thing yeah, so. <laughs> yeah no literally <sighs> okay anything else for part one nope okay part two is called the middle game and this is like the middle like the huge middle chunk of the book so this summary is really long i will okay. go very very fast <clears throat> Mallory embarks on her fellowship, all the while lying to her family that she's working at a senior center in New York. She participates in the Philly Open, which garners major attention as she comes out victorious. She also earns the attention of Nolan Sawyer, who shows up at her house to chat after the Philly Open. When Mallory gets a chance to participate in the Chess Olympics, she takes it. Unbeknownst to her, Nolan and his friends are on the U.S. team, so Mallory works with them to win, as well as getting more chances to get to know Nolan. When a vanity... Vanity Fair piece is published about her and Nolan's relationship. She rushes over to his house to confront him, but he's sick while tra- beca- from traveling so much, and Mallory takes care of him. Then, Mallory is one of ten people chosen to participate in the Challenges Tournament, the tournament before the World Chess Tournament, against the current world champion, who is Nolan. When Mallory loses the Challengers Tournament, Nolan recruits Mallory to help him train against Malt Coach, in the World Chess Tournament. Mallory I kept stays- pronouncing it cock. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. accurate right. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mallory <laughs> stays at his upstate house as Nolan's second and things progress in their relationship. Only when Mallory finds out that Nolan paid for her fellowship as well as coached cheating in the Challengers Tournament, which means that Mallory will play Nolan in the World Chess Tournament, does she leave their relationship in shambles. She has a heart-to-heart with her family and her team, Daphne and Oz, and finally agrees to go with the Challengers Tournament against Nolan. Um, my first comment 
Oh my god, okay, I, rolling my eyes until it went into the back of my head, I laughed when Mallory mentioned how, like, Nolan was doing an interview or something, and he was running late on a Zoom or whatever, mm -hmm. and he was shirtless, and he pulled a Henley over or whatever, and I was mm -hmm. like, are you kidding me? Like, that's why I asked the Henley question, because I'm like, first of all, can teenagers afford Henleys, and two, do they even know what it is? I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. That's, you clocked it right away. Yes! Like, no. I was like, what? Like, I understand it's a classic in an adult contemporary romance, but you need to make it believable for a young adult. No. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just said from page 124 to 126 that there were some really good Gen Z references. Again, even though I have some gripes, a lot of gripes, with the references that Allie Hazelwood made, I think there were some that were really, really well done, like Sure. Um, from this little section, she she referenced Riverdale and she referenced Laura Jean, which is from like To mm. All the Boys I've Loved Before. And I was like, that is believable. That to makes me. sense. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. Okay. So another, sorry, these fucking cultural references were just cutting me. I was just like, yeah. I was, I was just okay. like tearing it apart because I was so pissed off about it. Yeah. Page 145, she mentions. Mallory mentions that Nolan is like Justin Bieber or something when she's approached in the airport for pictures and autograph. But my gripe with it is that is there anyone else Gen Z wise that would have been more relevant than Justin Bieber? Because Justin Bieber is very millennial coded. That's true. Right? Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Gen Z like, there's knows so many... who Justin yep. Bieber is, but, but they do not so understand the craze. they could have used. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Like, there was so someone else. Like, yes, I understand you're trying to capture the craze of Justin Bieber, mm. right? Because that was fucking insane. But I'm like, there's yep. someone else that could be a better Gen Z example. Yep. You know what was so interesting when I read this mm. is remember when we were standing in line at Las Vegas and we were talking to those guys when we were waiting oh, for yeah, like the yeah. club or whatever and they were 21, right? 21. Babies. Yeah. Babies. And they, we were talking to them and they mentioned something about TikTok and Nash or someone, someone Nash or someone Cameron or whatever. And they're like, oh my God, yeah, like we don't want to be like them, blah, blah, blah. And me and you just laughed uncomfortably because we <laughs> didn't understand that reference. We do not know who the fuck that person was. No, we did not. That's exactly what I- about that. That's mm. exactly what I wanted to feel for this novel of like, some mm. of them, yeah, I wanted to understand, but also some of them I wanted to be like, who is that? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, you're like, what but are because you talking I, about? Exactly. But because I understood too much of this, I was like, no. Like, mm. absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, gosh. No, no, no. <sighs> okay. Page 165. This is my comment. I said, I threw up in a great way. <laughs> oh, wait. For, wait, what happened? 165. Here, let me see it. Um, it said, I have to read... Okay, yes, I did throw up in a good way. Okay, because again, it's like classic. What was it? Allie Hazelwood. They were having a conversation, I think, at the party or something. I don't know. It says, um, I take a step back and refuse to admit that I entertained the same thought. Instead, I said, I don't want to play against you. A problem, since I really want to play against you. I shiver because it feels like he's saying something else. Like, I don't know. You already have once. Once was enough. Once was nothing. I need more. I'm sure there are plenty of people who'd love to play, who'd probably pay just to sit across from you. But I want you, Mallory. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. I I, I can vibe with that, okay? That but is, again, I got see, it. Here's the thing. Isolated, <laughs> I love that. But in yes! the context of everything else, I'm like, when did you decide to want her? 
Yes, no, you're right. You're literally right, Theoni. Though you're right. Like, like when did it click that for gave him? me shivers. Relatable, Mallory. But like, yeah. when did this? Yes. Happen. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. No. Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yay, still. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um. Again, page 182, I couldn't believe that, like, Nolan had his own penthouse when, like, Mallory goes over. Mm. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, this is a young adult novel, Allie Hazelwood. What do you mean a 20-year-old has his own penthouse? And then it's explained away because he inherited it from his grandfather and blah, 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 blah. So, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But I will say I did laugh because all he had was cereal. Mm. And I was like, yeah, that tracks for a teenager. (laughs) I'm like, oh, you have a cereal? I'm like, okay, I will give you Mm -hmm. that, Allie Hazelwood. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Their fight from page 238 to page 242 is so weird to me Mm. it gave me like so much whiplash that it was like really hard for me to believe in it and like i think basically this argument was like when nolan was telling mallory about like what happened to his grandfather Mm. and then mallory gets like really defensive about her family and now he doesn't understand what she's going through and then they angry they angrily attempt to play through a game of chess but then they can't because she's so fucking angry but then they like make up right away and i was like oh so again i i'm realizing as we're talking about how disjointed (laughs) this book feels yes every sense of the word yeah it's like i could understand the argument in a different content like isolated different things work but together it's a clusterfuck yes it didn't make sense the way that it flowed that the the way that the sequence of the events were like it just like i was like what is happening (laughs) what is happening no truly (laughs) Okay, I said bottom of page 250 to page 251. And I said, excuse you, question mark. I'm so conflicted because I love these moments, but they don't feel like YA to me. Ugh, IDK. Mm. That's what I said. Ugh, um, IDK. So it's when they play chess and teams against each other. Mm. Um, I don't think I have anything. Oh, okay. That's all right. Sorry, I wasn't, I wasn't going to read anything. I, no, I realized I didn't okay. have a quote, but it's basically oh, when right. they play chess against each other and like nolan mallory on the same team and he like mm. slides behind that felt so random to me yeah yeah that felt because very like i love too. that moment yeah. but again it's like when did that yes when did that the build up their norm exactly exactly like i i think it was fine i think after rereading it i was like okay i can see that feels like more like college coded where it's like oh you're mm. gonna be flirty and you're gonna do that like okay that's believable but you're right when did that pick up like where what what sequence of events <laughs> it doesn't make any sense nope it does not okay page 274 i said mm-hmm. shots fucking fired because i was <laughs> digging i was digging this um the fight between nolan and mallory was super intense um oh god and her comeback is so brutal but i love it so this is what she says to him because He basically says that she's crazy, and this is what she says. And you would know crazy, I say it calmly, coldly, and even when I see something fracture in his eyes, I power through. You don't love anyone except for yourself. You're manipulative, selfish. You're alone because your family hates you, and now I hate you too. So dramatic for a teenager. Mallory was so (laughs) out of pocket. I know she was. No, but the thing that she said didn't even make sense to me, though, because nothing about anything anything yeah that nolan showed her 
said that he was manipulative he, and that his family hates him and he's alone. Like, nothing about anything yeah, yeah, yeah. said that besides a little bit of his past behavior yes. of, like, what was going on. But, like, I don't think there was enough of a basis for that, I, for the hit. Yes. I was just like, you're being irrational, Mallory. Yeah, honestly, though, I love that because I feel like teenagers have, like, really, they spiral so, so much quicker. Mm. And so I was like, okay, that makes sense. I will say sure. I understood the, like, manipulative part of it because, like, with the fellowship and stuff, it did seem like... Like, he sponsored the fellowship and he asked Daphne to, like, look for Mallory, right? Which we find out is false. But, like, it in, in her mind, I could see where she could spiral and where she, like, connected mm. all these dots of, like, oh, my God, he sponsored this fellowship just so that he could talk to me and do this and da da so that we could work together and all that stuff so like a part sure. of me understands that but you're right most of it was just like fucking wild yeah, <laughs> like it was no, just like <laughs> i was like okay mallory cool all right mallory <laughs> okay page 284 the confrontation with her sisters and her mom at the end of part two. Honestly, I was so annoyed with them. I was with Mallory. Mm. Like, I don't even care. They were so, so rude to Mallory. And the fact that the mom was <gasps> in on it and then yes. comes in and is like, I knew the whole... That That's, again, why the family felt so disjointed yeah. to me. Because they're all just in there talking shit. Yes! About her, where it's like the mom should have been the one. I can understand if Mallory overhears and then it turns out that, like, her mom was trying to actually, like, be like, you guys don't understand. Yes. Like, whatever, like. But, she, but then the fact that the mom was in on it yes. and then comes in there and acts like the peacekeeper or, no. like, I didn't believe that at me all. Me neither. I didn't even care because I was like, oh, now you're going to be, you're gonna, now you're going to try to be the peacekeeper. Now you're going to try to be a parent when Literally. Mallory has had the fucking world on her shoulders his entire yep. time. Like, no, I don't, it, nothing is believable. So, no, it, oh, it was that pissed me off as well. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a really quick part two, but that's all that I had. Did you have like anything, anything else? No. Okay. And I think it's one of those books where because, well, number one, I just read it really fast. Yeah. But number two, because there was a lot of issues that I had with it, just similar to you, I feel like I have less to say because it's just like different examples of the same issue yeah. that I'm like, okay, am I going to hash it out again or am I just going to let it fucking go? Yeah, exactly, know? exactly. So. Yeah. All right. Okay, part three, which is called Endgame. And here is my summary. Mm -hmm. Along with her family and team, Mallory flies to Italy for the World Championship. To prep, she studies Nolan's grandfather's games, but not Nolan's games because she thinks it's unfair that she knows all his weaknesses and moves from being his second. Then Easton arrives and they make up with Mallory. Nolan and Mallory have a press conference before the championship. When asked what they admire the most about their opponent, Nolan admits everything while Mallory can't come up with an answer. Before the big day, Mallory goes down to where the match will take place in which is like a greenhouse, and finds Nolan there. Mallory apologized to Nolan and admits that she wants to be with him. In the epilogue two years later, it's revealed that Mallory won the championship on the last 12th match when all 11 that came before it were draws. Their relationship is steady and Nolan and Mallory are to meet once again at the championship for a rematch, but this time by being a couple. Mm. Um, page 307 there, I think, what was her other, Darcy, right? Her other sister's name was Darcy or whatever. Yes. And page 307, there was a cute little, like, sneaky little slip up that she had where it's like, oh, like, you got this um, new jewelry. And Darcy was mm. like, oh, like, no, oh, mom bought it for me. And I was like, I saw that slip up. Nolan, Nolan bought you that fucking jewelry. <laughs> He's been hanging out with you. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. Um, <laughs> but yeah. 
I need your fucking thoughts on Easton because that whole storyline pissed me off. I didn't. It. Oh my god. It it felt like either make it a main plot point or don't have it in there at all. Yes. I don't. There and we didn't get enough of it to understand why all of a sudden they stopped talking. Yes. And then the resolution was Easton saying. This is just the way you are. I should have yeah. done it. Yeah. Like, like, it's your fault, actually. Like, what? Are you also, fucking kidding if me? They're as much of best friends as they, like, tried to establish. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that this would have ever happened. Yes. What would yes. have been more realistic was, like, one of them kept trying to re- reach out to the other and it just didn't work out. Yeah. And, like, what would have made sense to me was that, because I know that Allie Hazelwood had, um, Mallory reached out to Easton a couple times yes. with no response. Yes. But would have made more sense to me or made it had a little more impact was like yep. if Easton had reached out to her yes! and Mallory kept yes. forgetting to respond yes. because she was so busy. That is what annoyed me because I yeah. thought this whole confrontation at the end, Easton was basically just fucking gaslighting Mallory yes. because guess what? All we saw was Mallory trying to reach out to Easton and getting nothing. And then Literally. Mallory just stopped sending stuff and i was like okay i would stop sending stuff too and then easton comes to italy and he's like mm, i sent some stuff and then you never replied and i thought you were too cool for me with all this chest stuff and i was like you did not even fucking try to reach out to mallory no you could have said one time like i want to hear more about yeah. this and like well and then she did easton did i think one time when the vanity fair article came out or whatever yeah. she was like oh like, i have to find out my best friend's relationship you vanity fair and just like guilt tripping mallory like that's the only time she reached out but again when she reached out she made it seem like a joke so i'm yes. like I don't, I don't know yeah i hated it yeah no that i that hated story the line, entire storyline me too it pissed again me off. another thing to be pissed about I know. that just felt so whatever yeah it, it pissed me off okay yeah i will say this is my favorite line in the entire novel it is oh god page- okay <laughs> page three <laughs> that was so like I so mean, assured honestly there's wait. not a lot to like this about this be book the best but... <laughs> line of literature ever all right let's hear no. it actually yeah. actually it's in that novel that you got about that kaylin had read to me that's yeah. the best piece of literature that i've ever heard yes, where she sat on his face okay. yes <laughs> that is actually my favorite line i'm <laughs> just kidding okay Okay, page 339, it says, what did it say? Where am I looking? Okay, it says. You're too distracted by this other (laughs) I am. I'm I'm too distracted about my other favorite line ever. (laughs) This is what Nolan says to Mallory when they're, like, making up in the greenhouse. It says, because when I'm with you, Mallory, everything is different. When I'm with you, I want to play more than I want to win. Which I I really love because I feel like with yeah. Nolan, right, his reputation is like he's he's the king killer. He is the yep. best at chess. And I think mm-hmm. he found someone who like, he doesn't even care okay. about winning. It's just like he this wants is, to play. This is like such a reference and I know you're going to like vomit, but it's almost like Travis Kelsey and Taylor yeah. where it's like... <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about mom that and dad reminds, uh, the noise you just made 
killed me. But it's like they found each other where it's like they can both be successful without yes. being jealous and just support each other. And that's yes. what it is. Yeah. Like there's not jealousy. Yes. You know? Yes. And um, I think in a sense, like Nolan found his equal in Mallory. So yes. I, and I, I just, exactly. yeah, I just really, really love that line. Yeah. And then the end of the epilogue, I thought it was very clever the way that she had written the epilogue. Like, I love that it's like a, so a news article. Um, the end, page 347, I was like kicking my feet and like giggling because like this is what it says. But eyewitnesses reported that when asked how Nolan felt about the possibility of Mallory Greenleaf occurring enough points to take the number one spot from him, he simply smiled before walking away. Oh. It's so cute. It's it is cute. Five hours later. So once again, guys, we're having more technical difficulties today, which is making me want to rip my fucking hair. um but yeah so we're gonna try our best to jump in where we left off we were talking about the epilogue that was written by like a news reporter which is really clever and then we were talking about the moment where they basically asked nolan about like how he would feel if mallory took the number one spot and he smiled and walked away which we were both in agreement was so like subtle but so cute and very like very what I would expect from him in that situation, oh, you know? Oh, 100%. Like, I thought it was just so cute, like, so, like, on brand for him. But it mm-hmm. was just, like, it it showed just, like, how much he really, really valued Mallory mm-hmm. after all these years, right? Because, like, the epilogue takes place, like, two years later or yeah. whatever. But I just, I just really loved it, so. <laughs> I know, me too. So, that's my thing. I loved these little moments, but as yeah. a whole yep. book... I was not feeling it. Yeah, I I totally agree with that assessment. Yeah. I think this happens a lot where as we talk about it more, I realize that I like it less than I thought <laughs> yeah. I did because it's like, especially when it's an author you really, really like, it's like I yeah. want to like it so bad that I'll convince myself yeah. I like it Same. more than I do. So Same. I think... And you know what? Again, I can respect what she was trying to do with it. Yeah. I still like the premise. Like, we like yeah. the general idea of it, but it just wasn't as successful as her other ones. But yeah. I don't think that she should stay away from Young Adult. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's like, you know, I think, there's like, some work kind of, to be done there. Yes, it's kind of like the love hypothesis where it's like, is it the best adult contemporary romance novel? No. Yes. But she has <laughs> improved. <laughs> she has improved by so much especially with love theoretically i think she Mm. made leaps of growth with that book and like i Mm -hmm. think she can do the same with With young young adult adult. yeah Mm -hmm. for sure and ali hazelwood we still trust okay this didn't ruin it exactly okay so good (laughs) (laughs) um Alrighty, I think that's it for the week. Um, we don't know what our next episode is going to be about but i believe are we going to take a break this next episode (laughs) i guess we'll never know so obviously the the, well i'll be real with you guys right now this is going to be a little out of order these next two episodes you get because we had so many technical issues that we're just going to roll with it but basically this ended up being a two-parter so 
we were going to take a break, but now we're switching when we're going to take the break. So whether yeah. we have one more episode after this or we take a break and then come back, we'll let mm-hmm. you know. It'll yeah. be a very fun surprise for you guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, <laughs> is that all the 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 housekeeping things that I need yeah. to go over? Or, or I think that is all the housekeeping. Okay. Thanks for coming along with for the ride you guys yes. we always enjoy your company so. yeah <laughs> oh, well thank you guys for listening to the chaos and we'll see you next week bye, bye. <laughs>